Welcome to another episode of Our Founders Podcast. I'm your host, Ash, and this is a show where I interview proven founders and industry experts who share their stories, strategies, and insights to help you build, launch, and grow your business. In this episode, I talk to Saab. Uh, Saab is a business optimization specialist. Saab brings a decade of digital marketing expertise, partnering with six, seven figures businesses to boost revenue and streamline operations. Uh, passionate about efficient strategies and tech-driven solutions, Sub's journey combines marketing uh, finesse uh, with technological innovations, industry leader in unleashing SaaS potential. As industry uh, authoritative, Stab unveils the power of SaaS in driving leads, clients, and sales. Focusing on funnel softwares and CRM, Sub accelerates goal attainment through efficient tech integration. Um, Sas is also founder of TBSS Digital and, you know, is pioneer with 360-degree marketing approaches with 20-plus years in Facebook ads, funnels, and CRM um, automation. TBSS Digital Limited propels business to rapid expansion through automated solutions. So Sab's mission is basically redefining the growth via Facebook ads and CRM automation. I hope you enjoy the show. Sab, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me on, Ash. I'm looking forward to you know sharing a couple of useful things about who I am, what I do, and, and hopefully I can add some value to your audience, to you. And yeah, I look forward to getting stuck in. Awesome. So great to be here. Awesome. Do you have a favorite quote, something that inspires or motivates you that you can share with our audience? Yeah, sure. So I definitely have a good quote, which is, don't leave for tomorrow what you can do today. And that definitely mm-hmm. applies to, I guess, not just business, but, you know, personal life. I guess it can apply to to anything, you know. Um, I think it's always a reminder of um, we can always do more to strive towards our goals. We can always make that extra sales call, send that message to that potential client. You know, there's there's always more that, that we could do. So I, that's definitely something that resonates with me and I think about a lot. That's really good. That's really good. Uh, I think when I was a kid, my grandmother used to say this all the time. So I, I do remember this. That do it today if you can do it. Why do you want to keep it for tomorrow? So yeah, that's a good one. So tell, about, uh, tell us about um, uh, you know, your business optimization uh, expertise. Uh, how do you uh, help the businesses? Um, who is your ideal customer profile? And uh, what is the problems you're helping businesses to solve? Yeah, sure. So uh, a lot of what we do is helping business owners to buy back their time. We, we do work a lot with a variety of business owners. It's mostly service-based business owners. So mm-hmm. we work with a range of clients from uh, holistic dentists all the way through to um, event and training companies, some of which are very established and very well known in those particular industries. And, yeah. you know, we really help them to, as I say, buy their time back and we do that for a variety of methods and softwares so you know there's there's a variety i won't go too much into right now but there's a whole range of of things that we uh, do for our clients to help them to buy their time back and the problem we do see is you know a, a lot of people that we speak with think that they need to know everything about you know digital marketing everything about SaaS, everything about um, automation and things like that. And, and really, in a lot of cases, it's making a couple of small adjustments to, to get those 
bigger results. Even some larger businesses I've worked with, um, I've made very small, you know, changes and in a short space of time managed to to really uh, get them better results. So, you know, I do think a lot of business owners think they have to have all these uh, all these softwares, all these tools, all these things set up. And mm. actually, in reality, they they don't. And in some cases, that's not even the problem anyway. Sometimes it's another problem, like they're not generating enough traffic, and there's you know there's a whole range of things. And I, I guess yeah, people do overcomplicate it and, and think that they need everything perfect and think they need to know everything. And it's, it's definitely not always the case. Mm. Mm. I can imagine, and especially with the B two B space, it is quite um, difficult for businesses to understand this whole um you know uh, whole uh, customer generation and funnel and all this kind of stuff and it, for me also i run a very small sales business and i don't understand how the customer acquisition work in totality to be honest you know i need yeah. help i always keep asking these stupid questions to my friends who are into marketing or or, or business development and and you know it, it's just literally a, a series of small tips and techniques which I have to keep learning. And sometimes, actually, most of the time, I feel like, oh, you know what? This is too much for me. I want to focus on my work. I want to focus on my SaaS product. I would potentially just get somebody on board to help me with it. So, yeah. so you know, totally agree with you with how, uh, you know, the problems we face in, in, in SaaS space. So, so can you... Uh, talk about where the story began where did the idea for helping businesses optimizing um, their or automating their business processes came from and which you know motivated you to start this yeah sure so it's it's very humble beginning so if i wind the clock back to around you know six or seven years ago i was, I was working full-time in local government i was working a administrative role and that, that had nothing to do with marketing. So I was doing that full time. I've been in local government for about five or six years at, at this point. This was back in you know, 2016, 2017. And for, for, for a good couple of years prior to that, I'd been looking into uh, online marketing and how to make money online. And that was a bit of a rabbit hole because there's if, if anyone has ever tried who's listening to look at ways to make money online there's there's millions and millions and every single day there's even more ways to make money than there was previous day so mm. it was very much okay what do i what do i focus on what do i pick that's really uh, gonna suit me and gonna work for me and you know I, I start with quite a low budget so i got into social media marketing I, I tried to market and brand myself and i just did that through sharing some valuable content about social media to build up my and a reputation and again this was while i was working full time so it wasn't wasn't very easy for me i can tell you that and what then happened is i had someone reach out to me wanting to hire me to do some social media and i was mm. like well this is this is incredible i yeah was was blown away so i got my first client pro through doing that and then i got some more clients doing the same thing and eventually that led to uh, doing business optimization and, and consulting and, and specifically marketing automation and digital marketing consulting so um yeah i really found my way into it kind of by accident and just by fumbling around online and just exploring things and you know it took a while for me to build up a established 
a digital marketing agency like we have now um we we serve over you know 20 recurring clients at the moment and yeah, it took a while as i say to really get to that point but um it was it was all through humble beginnings and it was you know very you know people say overnight success where it was a very long night and you know yeah. I, I play success because i i've definitely hit a goal that i have always wanted to achieve but i always try and set new goals and new things that that i want to achieve as well because i think if you've got to you've got to always move forward otherwise if you're not moving forward you're you're moving back so um it was definitely a bit of a journey getting started uh, i didn't really have many mentors at the time i had a few people i was learning things from so it's a lot of trial and error but that's how i got started it's just really um just just trying different things and and seeing what worked for me indeed indeed um and i i want to go through you know um uh, to the process how you identify what type of business in what kind of automation but before that as you mentioned about the business uh, could you give us a sense of the size of the business where are you in terms of number of customers size of team etc yeah sure so the size of the business at the moment um we're still a relatively boutique marketing agency so mm -hmm. we've got a total of four people in the business at the moment including myself um, we are looking to grow that a little bit. Um, we don't want to grow that to the point where we're no longer a boutique company. You know, we want to kind of almost limit the uh, who, who we're serving so that we're not, you know, we, we're not like some agencies will will just get clients, get clients and, and not deliver. So we don't want to be doing that. So, you know, we're, we're at a point now where we're, we're operating this, you know, full time um, and, you know, working with some some definitely big names in in the industry uh, we really have some good partnerships going as well so um yeah and as i mentioned we've got approximately 20 recurring clients on board at the moment and we do of course have one-off clients we work with who you know we have a range of clients some of them want us to do all of the digital marketing and automation SaaS setup for them others just mm -hmm. want some consulting or or want it done as a one-time thing rather than recurring so it's, it's quite it's quite varied we you know no no one client is is the same but yeah. you know they all have the same goal which is to you know buy their time back and get more leads clients and, and of course sales revenue as well so yeah it's, it's definitely been a good start we're we're happy with the progress and we just want to keep growing and and you know definitely keep working with new businesses yeah. we're, very, we're very passionate about um helping businesses to to buy their time back and one thing we always try and do is is that we aim to um return our clients investment through you know time saved and automation and results we generate for them as well something we're very passionate about is getting people that you know return on investment and you know we're we're very focused on that awesome so so i understand that each and every client is different when it comes to their business model and their revenue model and how they operate. Um, what is your ideal customer profile? Because based on what you will share with me, uh, which is the answer for this question, uh, potentially we can create a hypothetical customer and then you can take me through the step-by-step -step process. Yeah, sure. So, you know, the ideal customer for us would definitely be a business that is you know already a relatively well-oiled machine so mm -hmm. a business that is kind of you know six figures and above they have a profitable model the the offer is attractive and appealing 
Um, we definitely get the best results through businesses we work with that have a bit of an audience already. Um, we, we do a lot of email marketing as well, and we manage the send of over 2 million emails a month. So email marketing is very big for us. So um, we definitely work with businesses that have a large email list. And that's definitely something we always encourage us to build your email list, build your um, what we call digital asset. Your email list is definitely one of those. And, you know, we also work with businesses and our kind of ideal is businesses that already are established. They have a bit of a presence online um, because for us, it's very much a case of making a couple of little tweaks to what they already have. And they have kind of the the levers that we can just pull very slightly, like a one degree shift to, to really get those results much quicker. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, that's an idea of, of our kind of ideal client. We do have a couple of clients we're working with that are very close to that profile. Um, and, you know, we're very happy to be working with them. And we do work with clients on a long term basis. And we, we do, of course, you know, value. And that, that's what we're looking to do is work with clients for as, as long as possible. We want it to be a win win for them and a you know, win win for us. Um, you know, we want to help them to build their dreams just as much as they're helping us to build ours. And that's what we that's the type of client we're looking for. And as I say, we do have some clients that really do fit their profile. And we're very uh, appreciative and aware of that. Indeed, indeed. Okay, great stuff. I wanted to learn um, about this. So, so let's say hypothetically, I have interviewed a couple of people in my um, on my show who have this kind of uh, you know um, customer profile. So what I'll do is I'll 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 combine their profiles and then present to you, and then you can take me through the process. So let's say you have um, an agency which operates in uk and their primary model of operanda is um you can go and subscribe to a monthly subscription on their uh, website or on their portal and then you can have unlimited code so you don't interact with the software engineers you cannot uh, well you can but you you don't worry that they are going to on a holiday or they are you know they have electricity issues etc etc whatever what you do is you provide a feature. This is what you want to build. And then the engineers or the team of the engineers build it for you in a week. And then you provide the feature on Monday and you get the feature released on Friday. And every time if the feature is bigger that you cannot release it in a week, they you know, check it down to the smaller parts and then they release it accordingly. And that's uh, a subscription for like £3,000 or $3,000 a month, which gives you more than four features a month, which is more than at least five times what you can achieve hiring a Scrum team or a developer's team in-house to release these features. So it's always a win-win for the customer, win-win um, for the agency because they hire their uh, programmers or developers in a place where they can afford them and they are good, have a good relationship with them. How, as a business automation spe specialist, you can help this agency to capture or gather more um, uh, customers, uh, considering that they already have an automated channel on LinkedIn to reach out to people on uh, LinkedIn and get these uh, leads generated. Uh, and their biggest challenge is they have to call these customers. They have call, they have these um, um, Zoom calls with them to explain their services. And then um, 
let's say for example out of 10 calls they they are only able to convert one okay yeah so it it definitely sounds like a high you know value product um high margin product i definitely think uh something that they could attempt to do is in the process of getting them to book a call them as in the, the person they're prospecting um, one thing that we have implemented with clients is having some kind of you know very short uh, almost like a sizzle call or, or explain a video so before they get on the call and this is something to test it could be a video it could be almost like a a pdf guide but there's something that they before someone gets on the call they have to either watch this video or view the resource so they have a bit of an understanding about um, what the software is now I would, I would say that it it shouldn't be too detailed at this point it should be very kind of high level and very much focused on you know the problem solutions problem solutions and so when they do get on the call it's a case of right if you want to know about the logistics we can we can go through that on the call if you want to know about you know pricing we can go through that on the call and i've even I've known some people to send a proposal up front in advance of a call with prices as well so these are all things i think that are worth testing it's different for every every business um but we have you know work with clients who in a similar kind of way um we're in a similar position to that and those are some of the things we've made suggestions to do um, and also within within the automated follow-up uh, even though i'm very big on uh, automation you know if you're getting some leads coming in and it's not hundreds of leads i would probably even be just calling and texting some of these leads like personally and manually doing it if, if you're not dealing with big numbers you know it's going to make a massive difference just dropping someone a text saying hey john i saw that you you know were interested in our service you, you've probably seen us on linkedin so i wanted to say a quick hello and see if you had any questions uh, you'd be amazed at the at the response right and i think things like automation and you know getting into the ai side of things and there'll always be that human element and, and aspects i think that is going to always be valued amongst all of that and i think when you can combine the two the automation and the the human factor um i think you can really create some magic so those are some things that i think you know in that scenario are, are worth trying and looking at and we you know we can't always hide on a computer uh when when these things are happening so to give you an idea when i first got my first marketing funnel up and mm -hmm. I was trying to generate leads by doing a, a lead magnet giveaway. So if anyone doesn't know what that is, you're, you're exchanging something valuable for someone's contact information to generate leads. Mm -hmm. So that's the lead magnet principle. Um, I wasn't getting many leads. I was getting you know a couple of leads a week, but I would reach out to those leads manually. Um, and the response was was through the roof. Response was very high. I reach out to them personally, and it, and it you know those are some things that are are definitely going to help. Those are things I've tried anyway that have, that have worked. Mm -hmm. And what are other tactics or strategies would you recommend to these um, agency owners to implement? For example, currently, uh, so so they operate in six to uh, mid six figures of uh, you know revenue. So what are the other um, st um, platforms or 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 um, uh, ways of generating lead you would suggest them because it's mostly b2b right who wants to hire yeah. these developers these programmers um i know that linkedin is the primary place where everybody wants them to go to but you know you're the expert yeah sure so 
another thing that we do a lot of is lead generation through Facebook adverts. And, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of things we've been testing are uh, generating, you know, leads, which you can generate, even if you don't have a landing page or a funnel, you can build Facebook adverts where you are actually just generating leads um, without needing any of those things in place. So if you are, you know, bootstrapping your business or you just don't have a funnel for whatever reason, um, or you can't get one set up, you can very easily create a Facebook ad, um, you know, targeting business owners, for example. So you can go the B2B route, which is definitely recommended for that kind of um, service and situation. And then what we've tested is pushing them to fill in a form on Facebook. So again, no lead, uh, no, no landing pages needed. And then when they've done that, just direct them to booking a call straight away. You know, that's something that has worked very well for us. There are other strategies as well. You can try to, um, you know, really get the likes up on your Facebook page. So we, we, we do a lot of running likes campaigns. So another issue where your, you know, your marketing may not be that effective. You may have a Facebook page that doesn't have many likes or same thing with Instagram. Um, you know, you can run campaigns to, to really boost those numbers. So we're very big on Facebook ads and also sometimes Instagram ads as well. Uh, just because the targeting is is so powerful, so relevant, and you get so much data that you can really market with. And obviously with LinkedIn, you have LinkedIn ads, um, full transparency. We've not really tested that much, so we can't say if they do work or they don't work. We, you know, we would just be guessing and we don't do that. But um, there's there's a lot of strategies you can definitely try when you have a bit of a budget. But for us, Facebook ads has been uh, very consistent especially with the lead ad forms and it just makes it easier to just get a campaign up and running you know you used to have to get a landing page up and then you had facebook pixels and then you had to integrate it and then you needed another tool to integrate it and it was yeah. a, a lot of steps right and whereas now you can cut all of those out and just do the the lead ad form you don't need any of those things and then a calendar link which is very easy to set up which is just if you don't know an online booking calendar um, which I think you can get for free, actually. So you can really, uh, without many without many tools whatsoever, um, mm. within like an hour, you can have all this set up if you really know what you're doing, of course. Awesome. That that's that's really good. So, so you, so you're saying that Facebook ads are still working and they are the primary source of lead generation for your customers at the moment. Yeah, yeah, at the moment. We are, of course, looking into other strategies. LinkedIn ads is something we've been looking at. YouTube advertising is something we've been looking at. Again, we're not fully experienced in that, so it's hard for us to recommend it. Of course, there's so many other strategies. You know, we we know Facebook ads, Instagram ads very well, so that's what we focus on. And, of course, if someone does have an email marketing list, some cases we may just say if you've got an email list already, you may not even need to do the Facebook ads, Instagram ad steps. You can just go straight to that list. Mm -hmm. You might need to warm them up again or re-engage them if you haven't reached them out to them in a while. It's quite a common thing we see. Mm -hmm. So it definitely depends on the client where they're at. Sometimes they are sitting on a gold mine and they have thousands of people on their lists and they just need to speak to them and, and say hello and let them know that, that they're there. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about this automation part then, because I'm really interested to understand. 
What are the different kinds of automations you have provided uh, in terms of uh, speeding up the whole processes for your businesses or something which businesses didn't even knew they were doing it manually or with some kind of automation, but you have, you know, speeded up with, with the full fledged automation and what kind of impact these businesses uh, seen because of these automations? Yeah, of course. So one that I, I touched on is Calendly, which is the online booking software. Um, you know, what a lot of people do is they will they want to generate a consultation, a call booking. They will try and do it manually and maybe message the client and say, hey, I'm free next week at two o'clock. Does that work? And they'll reply back saying, no, I can't do next week at two o'clock. And then you go back and forth, back and forth. Right. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not the most efficient thing. So we have Calendly, which is the online call booking software I mentioned. Someone can literally visit a link. And on that link, when they open it, they can see your availability and see when you're busy and not busy, and they can book in an appointment there. On the back of that, you can have reminders going out about the appointment that you've set with them. This is very important. And Calendly, I think you have to pay a little bit, maybe $10 a month to have email and text message reminders. Um, and you can also automate it with Zoom. So if some of you are doing Zoom consultations, which with the example we mentioned earlier, with especially if you're a SaaS business and you want to show someone something and it's a visual product or you need to show it visually, you can actually automate Zoom with Canonly. So someone books in a, a session with you through Canonly, you link it up to your Zoom and it will automatically create a Zoom link for you and that person and actually send them the link as well. So it cuts out all this manual work. And on the back of that, you have email reminders going out a day before the Zoom session, or, or it can be a phone call. It doesn't have to be Zoom. You know, a day before, an hour before, 15 minutes before. So you have all these reminders going out so that it's going to really bring down your no-show rate. Sure, sure. Okay, great. So, so could you share a compelling case study that highlights how a company leveraged your business optimization skills and achieved a success and solved their key business challenge? I would love to hear about a specific problem they faced and the steps taken to implement your solution and the measurable outcome they experienced as a result. Yeah, sure. So one good example is in a long-standing client that I've worked with. Um, called Assets for Life, and I've worked with them now for, I'm just looking at what year it is because I'm trying to remember when when I started working with them. I think it was about five, six years ago. Um, when I first started working with them, they were just reaching, you know, six figures, and, and they were doing well. They were, they were profitable, but, you know, on a small basis, and they had no automation set up whatsoever. So mm. they really needed some automated emails going out when, people booked a consultation call or when people purchased the product, they needed an email going out with all of the logistics, what they've purchased. They needed that happening automatically and, and happening immediately so that no one forgot or there was a delay. And they also are an events based business. And so they do a lot of workshops, conferences and webinars. So they need some automation around that. So they've managed to go from, you know, um, passing six figures. And this was, you know, as I say, a couple of, well, five, six years ago now. And now they're at a point where they are, you know, considered one of the UK's top property business and wealth training companies, um, you know, really a thriving business in the southeast of England. They're, they're looking to expand 
you know, further up north. So they kind of become countrywide. And, uh, you know, they have, they have a business of they went from, you know, three or four staff to now 20, 20 to 25 staff, maybe more, including contractors. And they've really grown exponentially and, and their revenue is, is definitely, you know, 10, 15 times that, um, mm. possibly even more all through automation there is no way they would have been able to grow um without that level of automation um and, and it's yeah it's been really really powerful for them and they've also saved you know probably tens of thousands maybe more on staff and all kinds of manual work that would have needed to to have been done and this was all before the ai side of things really kicked off um and and really as we all know ai is kind of the new thing so this was before all of that as well. So now they're really able to grow even quicker because of these tools that are so readily available we didn't have before. Um, and, you know, it's been great working with them. They're one of my longest standing clients and, and they're definitely proof that automation is is definitely the key to to growing your, your business. And uh, that, that's definitely one of the, the biggest, best examples I can I can give you. Yeah. And, and were you the were you the lead generation specialist also on the in this account? Yeah. So when I first started working with them, they uh, were not using Facebook adverts. They were not. They were generating leads, but they were going to networking events and they were generating leads offline. And it was it was working. There was some referral marketing happening, but that wasn't scalable or predictable. And so we worked a lot on the lead generation through facebook adverts they've now branched up onto youtube adverts which they have another agency doing that um, for them and of course they've gone very big on the email marketing side and they've got you know a, a very a healthy database now that really works very well for them and so yeah they've, they've really managed to to grow and, and grow the right way with all these these automation um all these automation tools and a lot of these tools are actually very simple to set up very replicatable to to any kind of business some people think well you know that automation stuff's great but i don't know if i can use it for my business there's you know, every business is different so it may not be exactly the same from one business to another there's definitely things you could do to to automate your your business and it's just you know figuring out where to start and, and what to start with you know with with assets for life they did not start with 10 different tools to automate the business we did one thing at a time and did it well and then we moved on to the, the next thing so that's something i always recommend to look at sure sure okay so as you know we are heading towards the end of our interview i have this uh, few questions which i want to go through before we jump on our lightning round so one of them is you know lots of our listeners are startups they're starting up they're not six figures they're either into their seed funding or they're doing it bootstrap what are some tips and tricks you would like to share with them to generate more leads more customers in their initial phases what are the strategies they should use to get to the comfortable stage where they can get somebody like yourself onboarded and handle them for all these things yeah of course i think the best advice i can give you know i tried to relate back to when i started my business from nothing you know i i didn't really have much funding or you know i had to very much bootstrap it myself so i i have lived through that i understand that if that's uh where you're on you're listening uh, one big thing that i did was really uh, grow my social media presence which I, I mentioned and again with the ai side of things you can really use that to speed up how quickly you can create content and get 
content out there, whether it's images, videos, in some cases, you know, really just be aggressive with getting your brand known and recognized. And so, and that's really good because, you know, a, a lot of the leads and, and actual clients I've generated, some of the best ones have been through organic methods like social media and, and things like that. So mm. it's definitely a valuable tool, even if you're at a point where you can afford advertising. Um, but yeah, going back to, to the question here, it's, it's definitely, you know, really work social media as much as you can. I'd recommend picking, you know, one platform and, and mastering that. For me, that was Facebook. You can be on other platforms as long as you're really focusing on that one platform and, you know, work on it until you've got a good following, you're getting some results from it. Then you can look to, you know, so for me, it was right. Facebook is, is working great. Now I'm going to do email marketing. Now I'm going to do, and just do it step by step by step. Mm. And, and that's how I did it. That's how I built my pipeline. That's how I got clients. That's how I generated revenue. It just started on that social media. And it was definitely a lot of work. But now you yeah. have AI to really speed things up, um, to create content for you faster than ever before, so that you can really, you know, maximize your, your exposure. Because a, a lot of you listening are probably the, the world's best kept secret. You know, you're very good at what you do. You do amazing work for your clients, very passionate about what you do. You just aren't visible enough. And that's a great way to, to do that. You know, build up your, your profile there for free and then look to, you know, reinvest your profits, reinvest your profits. Another tip I can definitely give is uh, know when to start outsourcing as well, which you can't do too early, but mm. you can definitely look to do that as you're at a stage where you can, you know, reinvest some of your profits, maybe look at, okay, I'll put a little bit into advertising, but maybe I should put a little bit into finding an expert, whether it's someone who can create that content for you, or maybe someone who can do the a LinkedIn outreach for you. It, you know, it's something that will help you to generate more revenue. Uh, so those are some good recommendations I can make, which I think will really, you know, speed things up if you're, if you're at zero then actually it's a good place to be because you can start from the ground up and do it the right way. Um, mm. and, and you can do a lot of it organically. And I, I would actually even say, just to finish on that question, um, to not even look to do paid advertising until you're really at a profitable level when you're close to six figures, because you need to know if your offer is working, you need to refine it. There's probably a lot of back-end processes you need to understand and look through. Mm. But already investing in advertising. I've seen it happen before. People have gone to the advertising world too early and been very eager to do it. Mm. And something's not right on the back end. And so they've you know, wasted a lot of advertising budget um, with, without refining those things. Of course, I wouldn't want that for, for anyone. Awesome. That sounds perfect. And 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 my second uh, question was around the paid advertisement. So let's say you have reached to the comfortable place where you want to do it. How do you start and then maintain it? And uh, potentially, because I've heard a lot of people burn their hands with, with advertisement because they put something on, uh, the money is just churning out, churning out, and they do not even see one lead and they don't understand why. So any tips on that? Yeah, sure. So definitely with the advertising game, it's changed a lot since when I first started marketing online, you know, seven, eight years ago. And back then it was very easy to just put an advert up and you'd instantly be profitable because the, the competition was 
much smaller then and there are a lot less like rules now it's a bit stricter so i definitely say the approach is different now i would mm -hmm. take the approach of starting with a a low budget so the minimum for facebook adverts is a pound a day mm -hmm. so you can i would say it's better to start with a pound a day and do that consistently for you know 60 days or longer as long as you can mm -hmm. it's better to do that than it is to stop start stop start with with your advertising you know, and Facebook do generally favor people that are or favor your advertising account if you're consistently advertising. So I would definitely say start small and see if you're getting some results on the smaller basis, whether it's on a, a likes campaign that, that I mentioned or whether it's on a campaign for you know generating leads. There's a load of different Facebook type of adverts you can run. I wouldn't get too bogged down with all the different types you can do. I would just say start small, start steady, and it might take some time to really get those results through Facebook ads because we all know Facebook ads is instant traffic, but it doesn't mean it's instant results. Now, yeah. one thing you do have with Facebook adverts is retargeting. So retargeting is marketing back to someone who has seen your page on Facebook or has visited your website or has watched one of your videos on Facebook so you have that capability as well. So that means anyone who's seen your Facebook page or seen your website, they haven't taken action. You have another bite of the cherry, so to speak, um, which you don't always get with, with other platforms very easily. So, you know, start small, start steady. Because um, even if you did have the budget to spend on Facebook ads, you have to start small anyway and then scale up if something's working. Yeah. So that's that's something I always recommend, you know, start on a small budget. And even if you did have the budget, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say spend more than like five pounds a day um, until you've mastered those principles. Days. Yeah, yeah, indeed. That's that's perfect. You know, this is this is very practical because a lot of people I speak with, they say, oh, just throw a thousand pounds on Facebook advertisement and you will see the leads are terminating. But that's actually not the case. You have to be very, very, um, you know, uh, focused in terms of what strategies you want to implement for your kind of business in order to get that kind of attention. So that's that's really good. That's really good. Great. So, so we should wrap up now. Uh, we are going to go into the lightning round. So I've got six quick fire questions for you. So just answer them as quickly as you can you ready yes do it perfect awesome right what book would you recommend to our audience and why so i always liked the book think and grow rich by i think it's napoleon hill i recommend mm -hmm. that book just because it it definitely taught me the science of you know understanding how we how do we generate money and relationship with money it's definitely a mindset thing you know i've talked a lot, a lot about marketing um but there is a mindset shift you want to start generating you know clients and going for a, a certain revenue goal you need mm -hmm. to have a, a money mindset to make sure you don't have a mental block around receiving money from a client or, or from someone to get you there so i think that's important as well uh, to have that mindset a combination shift with with your marketing skill set sure what's one attribute or characteristic in your mind of a successful founder so for me it's definitely uh you know having having that patience having that patience to um you know go after your your goals and, and stick with it and having that consistency uh, just being patient because sometimes it takes a while to, to really get the, the results you want sometimes you don't always hit your goals 
Um, sometimes you don't hit them at all. You know, even as a marketer, I can get a campaign out there. It doesn't always work. So you've got to have that, that patience. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite personal, uh, personal productivity tool or habit? So for me, it's just going for a walk. I find it therapeutic. It's like my meditation. Um, I've tried meditation. It hasn't always worked for me. So that's, I like just getting out there, seeing a bit of nature. And I get my best ideas when I do that versus when I'm when I'm working. Great. What's a new or a crazy business idea you would love to pursue if you had time and money? It's a good one. I think for me, it's something coffee related. I, I really like my coffee, so uh, maybe it would be, you know, launching some kind of, um, you know, coffee for for entrepreneurs that want to be. You know extra focused i know there's probably something like that out there already um actually but um i always think that would be a good you know good pet project for me great what is an interesting or a fun fact about you that most people don't know so yes yeah, it's, it's hard to think of one here um you know i, I guess i've i've I, okay I've, I've got one which you know i traveled to America when I was 19 years old and I wasn't even old enough to to drink then or anything um I went there on my own for for a conference um and I was the only British person there out of thousands of, of people um it was it was scary but um yeah it taught me a lot about myself awesome that that must be an amazing experience for you to be in that young age and presently presenting Britain as of your own and then you know going to the conference, so good one. Um, and then the last one is, what's one of the best piece of business advice you would received? You have received, sorry. Yeah, sure, so for me, it's definitely, you know, learn from people who have the results you're looking to generate. One of the mm -hmm. things that, you know, when I first started and um, trying to grow a business was, you know, finding a mentor. I did eventually find some good mentors, not specifically for marketing, but it, it definitely, seep through you mm -hmm. know finding people that have those results so that you're not doing that trial and error i spent too long doing trial and error i think so i would have got results quicker if i found someone with those results um and i wouldn't have had to do all the trial and error sure sure great so thank you so much for joining me and sharing your story and unpacking these last years of building this business and some of the ups and downs along the way people want to check out uh, your services what are what, what they have to do what's the best way to get in touch yeah, of course. So I've actually put something together for everyone who's listening um, as a complete freebie, uh, something that they can check out. So I've put together a digital marketing success bundle, which is a compilation of my best converting marketing campaigns and emails, uh, templates that you can download and access and use for yourself. To be able to access that, if you go to marketwithseb.com, marketswithseb.com you can download that completely for free and you can view my best converting campaigns the reason why i'm giving that away is you know i know how hard this automation and marketing stuff can be i didn't just want to give away an, another ebook that you probably won't read i wanted to give away something to you that you can actually use and action for yourself in your own business and kind of use it as as a, a jumping off point and on that website you can also reach out to me my full name is Seb Brantigan. Uh, if you look me up on, on Facebook and other social media platforms, you'll find me there.
But if you go to marketwithseb.com, that's where you can get that um, free giveaway. I know it'd be really valuable to you. And that's something I do charge um, clients for to put all these um, put these digital assets together. But as I say, I wanted to give away something valuable, actionable, um, that I know is really going to help everyone who's listening and, of course, the industry. I'm definitely going to download that one. Great. So thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your inspiring journey and the impactful work you're doing through your optimization skill sets. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on our Founders Podcast. Brilliant. Thanks so much for having me, Ash. And thanks, everyone, for listening. I really appreciate you all. Great. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of our Founders Podcast. I hope you found our conversation with Seb insightful and inspiring. If you're a founder or an industry expert interested in sharing your story on our podcast, please don't hesitate to reach out. Simply email me at ash at artcircles.com and let's connect for a potential interview opportunity. Stay inspired, stay motivated, and keep building.